Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 142 in the Massachusetts General Laws, is which what I do for my job. It is plumbing statutes. Tells plumbers what they can and can't do. Uh, my name's Trey. I'm joined, as always, by Cam and Dylan. Tucker will be joining us shortly. He's wrapping up the night at one of the restaurants. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing well. Oh, yeah. Good to hear. A um, little bit of a scuff show, I think. We, we were going a night early than, than I originally planned, so no poll, no no point. Uh, get that out tomorrow, but that'll be out for a while by the time you hear this. Um, so you'll know who won based on the poll. Um, other winners and losers. I thought of some. I can't remember any. Anybody got any winners and losers? Oh, yeah. Dylan? You want to yeah. you want to take over? Yeah, for the the Jersey fiasco. Uh, yeah, we touched on it last week. I'll, I'll let you go ahead and explain. All right, so week two of the Jersey fiasco. Uh, now we left off last week. Cam trying to find the Jersey at a neighbor's house. So Cam goes over the house multiple times. Got gets no answer. Then. Uh, gets word from the neighbors that the woman uh, like is there for like weeks at a time and then leaves for weeks at a time. Yeah. And so, then you put a sticky note on the door or something, it, right? It, it gets deeper. So I, I, I go over there and it's like neighbors over there. And they're like, yeah, she's not home right now. And I was like, okay. Um, and they're like, her mom, has cancer and she's in bad shape, so she's oh boy, oh boy. Oh, geez, starting to show oh, off hot. Yeah, it, it's pretty. I know all the tea about everybody now. Um, finally, I see the car in the spot, knocked on the door, no answer. Wait a little bit, knock again, no answer. I go get a sticky note, say, Hey, scam here. Um, you might have a package of mine with my number. Immediately calls me, Are you just knocking on my door? Yeah, why didn't you answer? Um, doesn't have my package. Turns out that address that it was sent to isn't that building and it was returned to the sender. Um, so big loser for Dylan. Yeah, I, I reached out to the, I bought it on eBay. So I reached out to the guy I bought it from. It's like a large seller. They sell a shit ton of stuff. Um, and he sends me a message and I don't, I don't, not, not an English speaker. Uh, most likely. Doesn't sound, uh, yeah, doesn't sound <laughs> like it. Let me bring it up. He says, hi. Well, first I said, hey, we, I sent it to the wrong address. This is where we sent it to, but I needed to go to this. Can you resend it? And he goes, hi, please, no worries. We'll check and resend the item to your correct address. Please wait for a while. Best wishes. Very, very polite. So wait for a while. Wait, so wait for a while. So I'm like, any idea how long this is going to take? No answer. And then this was a couple of days ago. And then today I, I messaged you. I was like, can you send me the tracking number Yeah. when you have it? So I don't Cam needs to find November 12th. I told him I will make a jersey if I have to. I will. I mean, I'll, I'll buy I'll buy another one if I have to, too. But Jersey's he needs to buy November 12th. But I will make one. Jersey watch entering. That he's going to use his lashes. Yeah. <laughs> or, or out of tears. Like or funny about Jersey Watch entering uh, week three. Um, what was the uh, 
can't lose, not can't lose. Uh, take it, the lock of the year pick last week. Didn't it lose again? Yep. So Tucker Tucker loses again. Uh, it was Raiders. Um, I don't know Raiders to cover, right? Yeah. Either, either way, they lost. So Tucker will get on him for that. Yep. Tucker now zero oh for three on locks of the year. Uh, one and one on college picks, technically because. UNC, I think, covered this weekend. So, um, that does not count. No, we're tracking the NFL picks. He's over three. Do not fade him. Fade him. I might fade him this week. I never, never just bet. I don't have a book here or anything. I might fade him. Um, anything else you guys I got? Was I was back. I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Three and zero in fantasy for the first time. Ever. Yeah. 3-0 Nancy not does not happen often. We're off to a hot start. I am one and two in my other league. So that's uh I lost I lost on stat corrections. Um, yeah, that's that's very sad. Yeah, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um all right. Anybody got anything else before we jump into ways to takes? Nope, but I had a take. Alright, I'd like to go last on the off chance Tucker's here because it is Patriots related. And I know he's going to want to scream at me. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Cam. All right, so I got a crazy one. You won't expect it, but I'm hoping to reverse change myself. Uh, Yankees just left the Red Sox. Aaron Judge was supposed to break the record. Four games, couldn't do it. My prediction is Aaron Judge will not hit another home run for the rest of the season. I was He's thinking, I was thinking of that being my take, too. <laughs> He's not going to break the record. He's going to be stuck at 60. Um, they have, let's see how many games they have left. One, that's 140, put 153. Nine games left to hit one home run. Um, does he need one to tie or one to, I think he needs one to one tie. To, one to tie. One to tie. Yeah. So my take, I'm not going to hit another home run for the rest of the season. Hope it doesn't happen, but I mean, either way, they already clinched the playoffs. So that's my take. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think part of it is the pressure that's on them right now. Like they're cutting in between football games to bring you a live feed of every one of his at bats, which is ridiculous to do, by the way. But that can't be good for a guy's psyche. Yep. That, that can't that can't get you get you amped up, you know. You, you, you got you're focused on the at bat. You know the entire well, world's watching you now. Yeah, but the thing is, he's still hitting. He's he's playing very well. It's just ball's not leaving the stadium. He's got he's got uh, nine more games. Uh, Toronto tonight, and then one more tomorrow. Then an off day might have to get his head back in the game a little bit. Try a little uppercut. Swing. Then he plays uh, home at Yankee Stadium against Baltimore, and then a four-game set against Texas. Um, at Texas or in New York? At, at Texas. Now, Baltimore. The, I mean, Texas field. I don't. It's a new field. It's just like standard size, but they're not a very good pitching team. So he's going to have opportunity. And then Baltimore at home, I mean, he's got a bunch of opportunity there. Cam, I like this take because I was thinking about it. 
making it myself, which, I mean, this would be an all-time buzzkill uh, if something doesn't happen here. Um, but uh, Well, he's not going to do it tonight because they don't have any more at-bats unless it goes into extras. But yeah, not including today, he's got eight more games. Yeah. And what was funny is I think he was on deck during the last game against the Sox that got rained out. I think he was well, on yeah. deck. Yeah. The game got rained out. Or delayed and then the rest of it canceled, whatever you want to call it. I think he has 18 intentional walks this year. To address the actual take, um, I think he's going to do it. I think he's playing in that Little League field against the Baltimore Orioles. He will do it in that series, if not before then. Um, and I hope he does it. I wish the best for the guy. I'm just excited to watch him play. He's, you know, one of my favorite play non-Red Sox. I'm really just excited for him. And, uh, you know, it's not about the, the name on the front of the jersey. It's the name about the name on the back. We're rooting for, you know, we're rooting for um, personal achievements here and something we don't see a lot in baseball. And, uh, you know, the sport's dying, so we need that. And uh, it's a shame that he has to play in uh, kind of a smaller market town. Um would love to see what he did in, in, a, in a real sports town. So I'm excited for him. I think he will do it. I think he'll probably do it. Uh, he'll break it, I think, against the uh, the Orioles countertake. Uh, he'll break it in the same game. He'll go That's two. what I was just about to say. He's going to hit two in the same two game. Two in that sh- little pathetic short porch in right field, same game. A little um, dinker off that's the way. That's another group I think he's chasing, too, is most uh, multi-home run games in the season. You know what's something crazy Tomei. that I saw? So I think it's Tomei who has the record, or he broke the record for the National League or something like that. Who did he play for? He played for Cincinnati, Tim Tomei? No, St. Louis. St. Louis? Okay, oh, well, well, when he... Tim was Tomei played, played for the Phillies a little bit, and they played for the White Sox for a long time at the end. Whatever. When Tomei broke the record, when he hit his 60th... Um, the guy who caught the ball asked the team, the team offered him uh, tickets and um, he said tickets and I want to meet Tomei. Uh, Tomei, or no, it was McGuire. I'm thinking of McGuire. Sorry. Mark McGuire. When Mark McGuire did it, he said he wanted to meet Mark McGuire. McGuire said no. The guy turned around a week later and sold the ball for $3 million. So if you catch that ball, maybe hang on to it. Um, all right, Dill, you got a take for us? Uh, I do. Um, I don't know exactly how I want to phrase it. I have a couple ways I can go. Um, but it's, it's, it, it uh, involves the Carolina Panthers. Now, a lot of people were high on the Panthers at the beginning of the year. I know they won last week. Uh, but it seems like they're not, they're not clicking quite yet. Uh, and... I want to put a lot of the blame on Baker, uh, just because it's a new, uh, you know, it's a new system. But uh, I don't know. I, I I think they have weapons. Obviously, they have McCaffrey, and uh, they got some good wide receivers. DJ Moore, one of them who who's being like extremely underutilized. Um, and I was reading up on it, and they, they aren't, they like don't have a downfield threat. Uh, they're not really 
passing the ball to McCaffrey for whatever reason either. I don't know if it's play calling. Does anybody know of any idea if there's any sort of um, coaching changes? I don't know about coordinators. For the Panthers, it's still Matt Rule. Matt Rule's the head coach. I don't know about coordinators or anything like that. Well, I think I'm going to take the take or make the take this. Um, I think they had an opportunity this year, Panthers, to do something, break out a little bit of of a shell that they were in. They were kind of on a little bit of a rise past couple years, maybe. Um, But I think they've – I just don't think they have it this year. Now, I think Baker will remain on the team. I don't know his contract. Uh, But the take's about DJ Moore. DJ Moore, I want to say he's been on the Panthers his whole career. He has. He was drafted by the Panthers. He's going. I don't know what his contract situation is, but he's not gonna. He's not gonna stay there. I think he's. I think he's a tremendous talent that really hasn't uh, shown much. Uh, and you know who has, or who, he really hasn't. Sorry, he really hasn't given an opportunity to really shine. I mean. He hasn't had great quarterbacks for him. The team's been kind of spotty. Um, and there's a few teams that are in need of some wide receiver help due to injuries. I think the next guy to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is DJ Moore. I think Brady's going to make it happen in his final year. Uh, pick up a guy, I think, uh, that has potential underutilized on a team if they continue to be not great and kind of have issues I think they're going to trade I think they might trade him and I think he's going to the Bucks. alright well this is interesting though because they are really short on wide receivers right now um, they brought up what's his face uh, Cole Beasley um, from, from the practice squad they signed him put him on the practice squad and they brought him up like three days later uh, to play in the game last week. Um, they've, they are kind of banking on some older guys with Julio Jones and, and then Chris Godwin's coming off the ACL. So they definitely need help um, to touch on your Panthers thing that you don't really blame Baker. I hundred percent blame Baker. He's got the lowest passer rating in the league. Uh, I'm kind of done with him in terms of my chances. I, I kind of stayed high on him for a long time. I think he's just not very good. Um, but I just I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's his fault the team's losing or not. I think that they could have prepped him better because it just seems like they're just not nobody's clicking. I don't know if it's his fault. I don't know if it's coaching's fault. I think it's I think it's a bit of both. I think it's a bad coach and I think it's a bad player. And um, let me just I want to know what DJ Moore's contract is uh, before I say this, but that's definitely a destination for him. Um, he signed a three-year extension in this offseason. So I think he's staying there. I don't think they'll get the deal done. I don't think Tampa has the assets to make it happen unless they're willing to mortgage maybe two first-round picks for them. Um, I think they kind of want to try to rebuild uh, with more there. Uh, Matt Roll is going to be done at the end of this year. He's getting fired. Um, so I just don't see it happening with him signing that contract extension. They, they clearly want him there. And I don't even know if Tampa has the ability to get, get him with picks and with their cap situation. I know the cap's a falsity, falsity but um, there's still numbers that matter somewhat. So 
I got I got I gotta disagree. Cam? Yeah, it's a hard disagree for me. A couple things. I you explained yourself, but I, I don't really know where you came up with this. Um, it's it's pretty random. And I don't think it's gonna happen for a couple of reasons. One, it's within the division. Two, oh, I didn't even think about that. Two, DJ Moore is the number one on the Panthers, and Matt Rule will be fired immediately if he gets rid of him. Um, I mean, three, it's happened. Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins, he could do it. <laughs> Worst trade ever. Um, three, I, if you look around the league, the Bucks, yeah, okay, they're desperate for wide receivers. Mike Evans is the one of the most consistent wide receivers in the league. Godwin's going to come back. Julio Jones, they just signed. Beasley, they're bringing up. They act like they're desperate, but it's only because they're all in for Tom Brady, giving him whatever they want. Now Tom Brady's going to leave, mm-hmm. and they're going to focus probably not on bringing in talent at wide receiver after he leaves, but probably focus on trying to get a replacement. But I don't think that DJ Moore is, and gonna, I, I, I don't know. I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, Tucker, welcome, welcome on. Uh, did you get? Thank you. Did you get most of that take or no? Yeah, I did get the take, and I strongly disagree with it. Um, definitely the inner division, and the fact that. I mean, Matt Rule's already on the hot seat. Training weight, your number one wide receiver probably isn't a move in that situation. Bill O'Brien. Unless you can, like, get a high first for him and then say that you're going for a QB. I don't know. But, which you can't get for DJ Moore. Um, but, like, this, on the other hand, there's so many teams that need one more because the Bucks are an embarrassment of riches when they're healthy. They just have a lot of guys. They had Mike Evans on a suspension, bunch of guys out. So it's it's. I just don't see it with that team. Like somewhere like the Packers, I could have believed, just because the Packers need wide receivers actually, and they're not in the division. So I could see that, but I just can't see it with that team. All right. Well, I am glad you're here, Tucker, so I can deliver my take because I know you're gonna really love this one. I hate it. Um, but all right. So obviously Patriots, not a good weekend for them. Um, they lose in devastating fashion and on a garbage time play, Mac gets hurt. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the game. We'll touch on that. Uh, what I am going to talk about is what has transpired in the past couple of days with Mac Jones. Um, so high ankle sprain, pretty severe. There is a surgery now, uh, which I think was done on both Tua and Hertz when they were at Alabama while Mac was there. Um, that got escalated the recovery, made it, made it go by quicker. Um, so the Patriots are looking at this and saying, okay, well, we're going to be without him for about four weeks, but we've got a very winnable schedule coming up. You've got the Lions, the Browns, um, some trash teams like uh, Chicago, some, some bad teams. And uh, if they want to keep their head above water, they really got to start turning around right now. Um, so they want him back really quickly. Mac, however, is not so eager to come back. He is maintaining that he wants to get a second opinion. Um, apparently, he's found a doctor in New York that did KD's um, KD surgery on his Achilles. Um, 
he's talking with him. Um, so this just type of thing that kind of makes me scared about the Patriots and about Mac Jones. Um, when there's not trust between the quarterback and the team, this is when things start to go sour. Um, it, to me, it's something that a quarterback is like what Brady did in his last few years here, where when he wasn't just the six round guy that was lucky to make the team, you know, and, and wanted to do everything he could to establish himself as a star. Um, he, he was at the end, he was not that he was clearly, you know, the best ever. And he started throwing the finger up to the team. And it feels kind of like Mac Jones is doing this. And Bill Belichick hates quarterbacks, and he hates players that don't fall in line. So Mac Jones is setting himself up here to draw the ire of the team. I think Mac's lost faith in the team because of the way they've set the the uh, situation up around him. I think that um, he didn't like what they did this offseason with the new install and maybe some of the weapons. Um, I'll touch more on that later when we kind of talk about him more. But basically, the, the the mistrust that's being put in here, I think it's really, really bad. I think it's a really bad sign. And I think uh, Mac Jones will not be the quarterback of the Patriots uh, after his rookie contract. I don't think they're going to re-sign him. Um, I think that he has – You know, I don't think he's bad. I don't think he, he can't play. I think that there are severe issues with his game, and I think that the coaching staff isn't helping him. And it's not really setting him up for success um, as a player. So he's not going to command that star money, even though he's going to want it. Um, he's going to want franchise QB money and Bill's going to look at his stats and his win record and say, absolutely not. You don't win games unless they start to obviously, but either rate, I don't think they're headed in the right direction. Um, he will be a free agent. Let's see. He has three years left and he has a fifth year option if they choose to take it, which they will because they like to keep the money down. So um, let's see, what's 2023, 24, uh, 2026 season, the Patriots will be looking at a new starting quarterback and Mac Jones will be elsewhere. That's the take. Um, I think it's far too early to say that. I mean, I don't, I think there's always something with QBs and their team at one point during the rookie contract. I think there's always some, you know, bump unless it's a guy like Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen. I think that guy's that immediately or sorry, coming back, but um, those guys in that second tier, I think are also getting paid. You know, the guys like Kyler Murray, the guys like Jalen Hurts will get paid. You know, I think you don't have to be the bona fide stud superstar right off the bat and get the money because at the end of the day, the QB position isn't a position you can replace quickly. It's just, and I think Bill Belichick knows that. Because, I mean, he had a great quarterback. He had the GOAT for his quarterback for 20 years. I mean, there's something to say. You know, they weren't getting, like, so I think that there won't be that issue as long as Mac continues to perform and um, get better every year. I don't think there really will be that issue. See, I don't think, I don't think Bill thinks about that way quarterbacks i think he thinks you could slot anybody in and they'll be fine uh cam i don't think he believes that because why would he have had the greatest quarterback of all time for 19 years if he thought that because he took team-friendly deals why wouldn't he? but i like i'm just you know he had the greatest you can't say that about a guy that had the best quarterback in the league for 19 years i just think he he thought he could do it without brady I think he still I thinks think that. I think that Brady left. 
he did leave. Like it's, but it wasn't like Bill was like, fuck Tom Brady. Like I never wanted him on this team in the first place. No, like Tom Brady stayed on the Patriots. If you look at NFL coaches who have had on average the best QBs in the league, it's Bill Belichick by far and away number one. So, I mean, the idea that Bill Belichick doesn't think the QB matters is a little bit ridiculous when year after year he had the best QB of all time on his team. I guess and then I don't understand. he had one down year, and the next year he immediately drafted a QB. Like, Tom Brady left. He couldn't do anything right then. There was nothing he could do that year to bring in some top guy. Immediately the next year he drafted a QB with his first-round pick. It's, he hasn't shown any sign that he doesn't think the QB position is important. He clearly believes it's the most important position on the field. I'm not saying he doesn't think the position's important. I think he thinks that he can win with a not From what? quarterback. Huh? From what? A, like, there's no empirical evidence that supports that claim at all. The way he treats, he the the way he treats his quarterback. For 19 years, he picked up a risky quarterback in the one year off with a high upside. And then when that didn't work out, he immediately drafted a QB with his first round pick the next year. The way he treats I, mean, I don't them. see any evidence to say that he doesn't, that he thinks that he can win with a bad QB. The way he treats them. And um, I think that no, draft he treats pick... all players the same. That's his coaching style, but his coaching style and like not treating Tom Brady like a God and treating all players equally is his coaching style. That's how, like, you get those Bill Belichick coach teams to be so good. But I don't think that the way he coaches is him saying that he doesn't think the QB position is important. It's him saying that all guys need to be traded equal on a team. I still think he understands the importance of having a great QB on your roster. All right. Cam? College safety this. I think 2026 is... Too many years. I think he's going to be gone before that. Um, I I think another year or two with either not making the playoffs or playing similar to what's going on right now. Plus, now he's he's injured. Maybe he's injury prone. Um, could happen again. I think he's going to be out before that. Um, I think Bill is Tucker. You kind of mentioned this too. He's, he wants an elite quarterback and he took his chance with Mac Jones and if he doesn't see it in him, I think he will get rid of him immediately. And he kind of did that with Brady. He didn't think that he could do it anymore. Um, that's part of it, obviously. But um, I think Mac Jones is not the answer. I don't think he's the guy and I think Bill's going to realize that too. Um, so they're either going to trade him away, maybe he'll start somewhere for a year and he'll be back up, I don't know. But I don't think he's the guy. Um, the Patriots are branded, and unfortunately, they are always going to try to live up to Tom Brady now. And Mac Jones is just not there. If he improves, obviously, different story. But as of right now, I don't see him uh, going too, too far upward. Um, so I think he's going to be gone before that. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they'll trade, try to get somebody that's established, but um, I don't see him. I agree with you, Trey. I, I don't think he's – I think he's going to be gone. I think he's going to be sooner. Um, let me just tell you why I think it's going to be a while, because he's on a rookie deal, and Bill loves that. 
they'll love to have in that financial stability. If he has to go out and sign somebody, it's going to be for more than he's paying for Mac Jones. Um, so I don't believe that uh, he'll do it before then because he loves having the financial freedom to go around. Uh, Dill? Yeah, I, th- I think you and Tuck kind of got a- away from the take a little bit, but um, I'm kind of more in camp with Cam. I think it might be a given that he's not on the team at in 2026. I mean, they have to be performing at such a level where you want to keep the guy. If we, if you stay at the, at a similar situation now, uh, by that time, I don't think there's a point in keeping him because, like Tucker said, he will he will get paid, and Bill won't want to pay that money. Right. I mean, he's probably not going to be making uh, top dollar, but he's going to be making he's going to be offered by somebody a lot more money than a rookie deal. So, and then to Cam's point. Um, I do see a scenario where he gets traded, and that would be if we draft another QB between now and 2026 and get another rookie deal and say we don't want Mac anymore, ship him out. Um, or keep him and sideline him, you know, and then and then he's gone. But at that point, you know, maybe he's not playing, so I guess that would be before 2026, you know, effectively because he's not playing. Um as for Trey, your take is, seems to be more along the lines of there's distrust, and that's why he's going to be gone. I don't, I don't, I think you're basing this just off a guy's, a guy saying I want to get a second opinion. I don't know if we can go that far yet. That's not typically. That that's not normal though, Dill. That doesn't. That's not usually what happens. If a guy has a, is bought into the team, he'll listen to the team doctors. Clearly, he he has something with the New England Patriots that he is not fully buying into what they're saying or what they're telling him. I think part of it is the coaching staff kind of setting him up for failure here in the, in his second year. I think that's part of the reason that he is mistrusting of them is because listen, you don't have my best interest at heart. You don't care if I do well, you know, you don't want to put me in a position where I can, you know, lead this team. Um, so why am I going to trust your doctors and have them rush me back? So you can just throw me out there and get, have me get hurt again and ruin my career. I still think you might be taking that a little bit too far. I, just because the guy we got, gets a, we got a show opinion, to do. What am I supposed to do here? Just because you get a you get a second opinion, or you're concerned about what someone says about you know your injury, I don't see that as a problem. I mean, the second opinion may come back and they may say the same thing, or they say you should get you should get this surgery, and then it's you know it's confirmed five weeks or six weeks instead of the, what Patriots are saying four weeks. You're like, um, I'm not ready to say that there's complete mistrust in the whole treating of, of Mac Jones. But, um, you know, if I was injured and I care about myself, you know, I would want to know that I'm making the right decision and I would probably do a similar thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care what anybody thought. I want to make sure that I'm okay. To me, if so you're, I don't, to me, if you're bought in and you're trying to win, and a t- team doctor says four weeks, you can be back out there. You will be back out there if you if you trust your team and if you think you're in an opportunity, you're in a good place where you can win and you can produce. Why yeah, would you? You're you're 
That's just like blind trust I, in a, yeah, in a doctor. See, right? I do you agree with Dylan to a certain I mean, this is what guys because... do. It's the team doctors. That's what they're there for. Yeah. This is not I mean, a normal situation. Doctors, like you've built up, you know, he's been at Alabama for five years. And then these new doctors come in and what he probably looked up is this eight-week injury. They're telling him, oh, you'll be fine in four. They might have better medical equipment and are able to do it, but I would definitely have some hesitancy because, I mean, I went through probably not even as severe of a high ankle. I had a bad high ankle sprain in college, and I was out seven weeks with physical therapy every day, all that stuff. I was out seven weeks. So if I can understand, like, look, these people want me to play football, and, like, there's all these horror stories of guys coming out and never being the same again. Because they came back too early. So if some, you know, the first guy that tells me, he's like, oh, it'll only take like four weeks to heal. You'll be fine, all that. I would have some hesitancy, be, like just because of what you hear, the stories you hear, especially, you know, a guy in the NFL that probably has means in the NFL Players Association that warns people about this. I can definitely see them like having second thoughts about like what's going on. I mean, Yes, should he? Does he want to get back as soon as possible? Yes, he should, but he should also want to come be back at a hundred percent because you don't want to throw your career away in year two because you came back too early in a league that in a year that your team isn't even confident that they're going to be good. So Bill's so, trying to so Bill's trying to screw his quarterback is what you're saying. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the doctors probably told him it was four weeks. Because yeah, it very well could right, be. But why, but, why can't, but why can't you trust well, the doctors? It very well had the same hesitancy, and it wasn't because I didn't trust. Like, in college, if they gave me the same thing with my injury, that it was only going to be four weeks, I'd have the same exact hesitancy, even with knowing, like, these, look, like, they want me back at this point. This is what the doctor said. The doctor's a good doctor, but you're still worried. Like, you're still like, look, like, I have a whole career. I need. I want to make money for the next twenty years. Make a fucking half a billion dollars in this league. I don't want to get injured on my rookie deal and never be the same again. It's a very reasonable concern. I mean, this is his li- This isn't like a guy playing a game anymore. This is now his livelihood. Like, just saying. This is All how I'm his saying kids, is his kids, kids. Like, this is generational wealth that we're talking All about I'm right saying now on the line. Is, so like, I'm not saying it's if it's scary. a good thing or a bad thing that he wants a second opinion. I'm not saying – I think he should get a second opinion. I don't think he should rush back at all. I think this team stinks and he should sit it out. But I am saying that this mistrust that they have is not good for the future. I'm telling you right now. What, what I'm, what I'm saying is I don't know if this constitutes mistrust. I think it 100% does. Otherwise, it's, it's, if there was – if otherwise, every single person would get a second opinion. And they don't. But I guarantee you most of them do. If this – you you you, you put you put the whole Patriots organization all the way from the head coach down to the guy that sells tickets at the booth as one giant conglomerate. Because that's like, what they are. If you don't go again, if you don't tell the guy ticket guy that you have four will call tickets, then you don't have trust in the team. Like that's like just because the guy doesn't doesn't. Like maybe he believes the doctor, but just wants to get a second check. Doesn't mean he has mistrust in the team. It's called the Patriot Way, and that's where I'm going to leave it. And I also it, think the Patriot Way is dead. I think the, I think the tweet was probably a little 
exaggerated too. I mean, we're making it seem like there's just a big feud going on in Patriots headquarters. I don't think it's as big as you're making it out to be. I think he's just like, like yeah, I might want to. I'm not you know, saying that he doesn't have. To, I'm not saying it's a big deal. I'm saying that the seeds, the seeds of mistrust have been planted, and they will blossom. And you will see, and you will be saying, Trey, you were right in a couple years. That's all I'm saying. Tucker, what's your I feel like take? we don't say that very often. Cam said it to me literally like a week ago on the podcast. I mean, I've been right about this team so far. They stink. I told you they were going to stink, and they stink. Um, I said they were going to Trey, Trey, you say every year the team's going to stink. Yeah, but this year I actually believe But it. every year you're like, this team stinks. Like three different Super Bowl championship years, you said this team stinks. They don't have it. They don't like you can't be like, see, I was right. It's like, yes, if I said it's gonna rain every day, once every month, once every like couple of weeks, I'll be right. But I admitted I was wrong. Good at predicting the weather. I admitted I'm predicting the same thing over and over again. I, two so, things. I admitted I'm, I was wrong in those years. I'm right. And this, I admitted I was wrong in those years, and I nailed them last year. I had them pinned perfectly last year. I am more in touch with this Patriots team than anything else. You said the they were going to go seven and ten. No, I believe. no, no, no. no. I had them. No, I had them in the playoffs last year. I did. I had them in the playoffs the year before as well. Clearly, that was wrong. I had them in the playoffs last year. I had them in the wild card. What's your take, Tucker? Go. Um. Yeah. So my take is about the Miami Dolphins. I sworn enemies. I hate them with all my heart. They're three and zero right now, as we know. Uh, Mike McDaniels looks like the greatest head coach since Bill Belichick. Um, they're really fast, and I like looked into their scheme a lot. It's basically they can have so much empty field in the middle of the field because safeties have to play back because they're so fast, and corners can't keep up, and so it leaves this giant empty section of the field open in the middle, basically, or something like that. Um. But I have no reason behind this, but the Dolphins are making the playoffs. I don't believe in this team. I still think they're shit. They're going to shit the bed at one point. Their defense isn't that good. Their offense is so dependent on Tyreek and Jalen Wild just being faster than everyone. They're going to get figured out. I think they're running a really new scheme that no, like where people still need to get used to it. People still need to plan around it, but they're going to get figured out. And this team isn't going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I hate this. Hard disagree here for me. This you don't team, care. I don't care. This team is legit. They <laughs> are a real team. They are good. Doesn't matter if the scheme's new, if it works. Yes, you're right. They will get figured out. They're not going to go undefeated. They're not going to win the division. I, I know the Bills can bounce back. Like, the Bills had a tough game. They lost. They'll beat them next time. Like, the Bills are going to win the division. But... <laughs> This team is good. The quarterback has turned into an actual quarterback beyond everybody's expectations. I th- always thought he stunk. He's a good quarterback. He's good. He's throwing to wide open receivers. It doesn't matter. It's almost like they set it him does. up for it's almost like they set him up for success. Isn't that amazing how that happens? They set them up for success and they do well. Either way. Um they are good. The defense, yes, a little suspect, but they've got a great defensive front. That uh, Wilkins guy, he's nasty. Uh, Javon Holland, he's pretty good. Um, who, who's the guy they just signed from Kansas City? Ingram, he's good. This is a good Ingram's team. Ball now. 
Yeah, Ingram's, Ingram's nasty. Jalen Phillips, they've got a nasty front. A nasty front. I don't. They have a uh, good corner, too. What's his name? What's his name? What's the name of that corner? Uh, Howard. Howard. Yes. Howard, that's this team's good. Yeah. This team's top to bottom, on paper, good. The scheme is working. They're clearly this guy, this McDaniel kid, is like a, a offensive genius. Um, I don't. I don't believe in Tua. I. I. You Tua's know. I think Tua. Receivers right now. We'll see what happens when the scheme gets figured out better, and he's actually gonna have to throw into tight windows. But he's not hitting tight windows right now. He's hitting guys with ten yards of space, and he's under throwing it. If you look at half the touchdown passes, they're under throw. I'd say right now. That Tua cannot win you a Super Bowl. I agree. I don't think he's good enough to win you a Super Bowl. I don't think they have to win the Super Bowl this year for it to be a success. I think they will make the playoffs. No, absolutely not. I think the playoffs is a success for them. Yeah, I think they will. That's why I'm saying this year is going to be a failure. Yeah, I think they will make the playoffs. I think they will probably get past the first round. They will not win the Super Bowl, but this is a legitimate team, and I don't know what else it's going to take. For they mean they beat the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Bills. Now the Patriots legitimately for them for me to believe they're a legitimate team they have to win the Super Bowl. Patriots maybe not a there, good team. There's nothing Ravens nothing good short team of a Super Bowl win will make me believe in the, this team. Well then I mean maybe they could do it. Cam, you hate take as well. Yeah no I don't think you agree with this take Tucker. Um, <laughs> um I don't trust Tui either. I I never have you know that. Um, but here's the problem is it's not a scheme that you can figure out because Jalen Waddle is going to catch screen passes and they're going to block for him. And Tyreek Hill is going to be fast and they're going to throw the ball to him. He's going to catch it. So there's not much of a scheme there. He's just going to get open and they're going to throw it to him. It's the same thing in Kansas City. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is much better than Tua, but Mike McDaniel is bringing in. He's just making it work for Tua. He believed in Tua going in, and he's just making it easy for him. Um, I don't think it's a scheme that you can really figure out. Um, and then as for the defense, I disagree with you. The defense is very good. They force a lot of turnovers. They have notable players. If I can name five people on a defense, the defense is good. Um, they held the Bills. What was the scoring? No, that was a, what was this? It was it a was low scoring game. game. Nonetheless, um, it was. They're gonna make the playoffs. Twenty-one to nineteen. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. Um, they're not gonna win a Super Bowl because of Tua. I agree with you. He's uh, probably underthrowing, but you have to have Rico. You can afford to do it from time to time. And then he just does short routes to Jalen Waddle, and it works for them. Um, I think it's gonna continue to work for them, and I don't think they're gonna go undefeated by any means. But I definitely. It's really amazing what, what a young quarterback can do when he's put in a, put in a position to succeed. Just very impressive. Um, Dylan? Um, I do agree with you there, Trey. Um, now, I put them in the playoffs in our preseason playoff predictions. I think I was the only one out of the four of us. So I'm sticking true to that. Um, and... And I said it, I, I remember saying it then, they have a relatively easy schedule. Um, and I see them winning a bunch of games. Still on a big strength strength of schedule guy. It, I mean, it, I mean, it really Huge is. strength of schedule guy. It, it, like, I think, I think it's overlooked when we talk about stuff because it's like, 
plain as day. Because they play the same exact teams as everyone else in the division besides one game. I mean, the NFL, too, it's you never know what's going to happen. Like, so, like, that's my one thing when it's, like, talking about, you know, how they'll do in the division and all that. It's, like, do they have, like, no one has an easier schedule unless you count the games they have to play against each other. Like, you can be, like, oh, yeah, the Bills have the easiest schedule in the AFCs because everyone else has to play the Bills. But you forgot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'm still talking, all right? So, they beat the Pats. Okay. Division opponent. Okay. You're already going even. They beat the Bills, division opponent, already going even. Then they beat the Ravens, out of division opponent, one of the tougher teams they're going to face. And then they play garbage, and more garbage, and a lot more garbage. And then they play the Bills again, and then they play the Vikings, maybe, and they play a disheveled Bengals team this Thursday. Right? So, like, they're in a position. They've already done enough. For the division by going one by winning the first game against the Pats and the Bills. That's already enough. Like, Four, 45 minutes in, and we are done with Wasted Takes. Well done. Uh, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the games, I guess, while we have a chance. Uh, we'll try to. Uh, what was Cam's Wasted Take? Uh, won't hit a homer for the rest of the season. Any response? Um. I really hope it's wrong because I'm actually rooting for it. I mean, I, that's exactly what I said, Tucker. Couldn't couldn't happen to a better guy. Very excited for him. Uh, we both don't believe in our takes. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk a little bit about some of the games. Let's try to go quickly through these. Obviously, Patriots, Ravens. Um, Tucker, I have to ask you a question because uh, there was a text chat going on throughout this and. Uh, Someone said Mac Jones sucks, and I agree with it. With it. Now, I want to clarify, I don't think he sucks. I think he sucked in this game. I think he has been bad this season. He has one of the lower pass ratings in the league. Um, let me see here. I just had it up. Um, he has a lower pass rating. He has 25th highest passer rating in the league, 35.9. He's throwing terrible interceptions. Um, I think a lot of it's scheme. Uh, Tucker, is Mac Jones bad, or has Bill Belichick screwed him over? See, so this is one of those takes where you're trying to put me into a hole. Neither is the answer. Uh, this is a new system in a building year because, believe it or not— Oh, it's like last year was a building year. Yeah, Trey, believe it or not, rebuilding a franchise— isn't a one-year thing. Okay, Ask are you supposed the to... The Giants have been doing it for 50 since 2011. Are you so, supposed yeah, to step back? One I don't know why you believe that the Patriots should just one year be bad and then just be Super Bowl contenders again. That's not how it works. Like, you have this crazy idea in your head that just every year the Patriots should win a Super Bowl. The Patriots went all out for a Super Bowl. They won that Super Bowl. Yes. But it costs a lot. It costs draft capital. It costs contracts. They ended up getting older guys that were veteran players that, believe it or not, are not good for longevity of for like winning Super Bowls ten years from now. No, of course not. They uh, I, sold out I for have... Super Bowl, which any which shut up, which every team would do. Touch the nerve, Cam. If I ask you right Touch now, the nerve. Cam, you're gonna have to rebuild from scratch. 
but you're going to win a Super Bowl next year. Would you take it? Yeah. Yeah, because any team would. And the Patriots got that Super Bowl, that last Super Bowl with Brady. They lose their QB, and they had to restart. So, yes, last year was the start of a rebuild. They got some great players in the draft, and they're working on it. This year, they spent a bunch of money last year in the – in free agency, so they had to step back, take a step back. The most ever. So, so the answer is Max sucks. That's in the right direction. They they had the best draft class of anyone last year, in my opinion, with Mac, Ramondre Stevenson, and Christian Barmore, three immediate playmakers that they drafted. Hopefully this year's draft class will be the same. I can't say yet because it's obviously too early. But I believe in what they're building. But at the end of the day, they're rebuilding from scratch. Long answer. Max sucks. The scheme's good, but Max sucks. Got it. Listen, Tucker. I have lowered my expectations. I don't expect them to win the Super Bowl every year. You're 100% right. I used to expect that. I no longer do. I do, however, expect them to be in the playoffs, considering they were in the playoffs last year. I understand it takes many years. I don't expect them to win a Super Bowl this year. I'm not saying it's a failure if they don't win a Super Bowl. I think last year was a great success. They brought in you a rookie. missed the entire time. About what? You, Trey, you were never happy about the Patriots the entire season. All you talk about how this In the moment, I get angry at them when they make mistakes. But I, I, I can look back on it and say it was a successful season. And I'm saying right now, if they made the playoffs again this year, it would be a successful Trey, season. Trey, coming into the season, you wanted Bill Belichick's job. You wanted him fired. You I said, said if they don't, like that, how many times are you going to twist Belichick my words? should be fired. How many times are you going to twist my words? I said if they don't make the playoffs. Two years ago, I said if they don't make the playoffs in two years, he should be fired. And then this year, I said if they don't get back to the playoffs, he should be fired. Because I understand they're in a rebuild. Rebuilds, don't go, rebuilds don't go like this. They don't. You don't get better and then take a step back. Get better, take a step back. That's what the Giants have been doing to bring them up. They were on an upward. They were on an upward trajectory for a few years. They made the playoffs. They lost in the playoffs, and now they and then they had to restart again. So if you're saying the Patriots are going to go up and then down and then up and then down, I don't think that's successful. Um, I said that a rebuild takes multiple years. Last year was a very good year one. Like the last year is a very good start to a rebuild, but it takes a while. So you're you're expecting them to to just kind of bounce around and then eventually get up there? I think that it's a slow build. I don't think it's going to happen overnight. This is not. And I don't think. And I'm making the playoffs is not the a build. best thing for the future of the Patriots franchise is to have a bad year right now. <laughs> get the high draft picks. Get a yeah because they yeah because what they're you're using right. on that team is superstar talent that they can get in the draft. You're right. I <laughs> mean, if Max out for eight weeks, the Patriots lose every game. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> You're right. Are you kidding? Dude, <laughs> no, like, I. you know what? I would love for them to get a top 10 pick so Bill can get the best right tackle in the draft. I would love like, that. Or the best you know punt what? returning safety in the draft. He will take him top 10. He would love that. That would be excellent. I think I, I agree with you 100%. I think that's they need superstar talent, and they definitely can draft it because that's all they've done is just draft superstar after superstar. So... I 100% agree. I like, Trey, when was the last time the Patriots had a top? You can't be like, yeah, the Patriots fuck up top 10 picks. We haven't had a top 10 pick since fucking the 90s. I don't care, Tucker. They consistently don't draft first-round talent. 
They consistently okay. don't. So you don't like Mac Jones? I do like Mac. I think they – so if you – I'll answer my own question. I think it's the system. I think the system is very bad. If you watch him throw that inter- late interception, he went over and said it's effing cover four, screaming at Devontae Parker. He was screaming at Devontae Parker because he screwed up, screwed it up. He doesn't have the talent around him. The system is bad. It's bad. You say it you don't doesn't like Devontae work. Parker on a day that he went for like 150 yards. I, I thought he played well. I'm not saying he didn't play well. I'm saying he screwed, they're screwing up in the moments that matter most. These play call, they had a third and nine. They ran a draw. Like, what are they doing? They're, the scheme clearly isn't working. They're last, they're like close to last in points. They can move the ball. But then when they get down the red area, Mac either makes a stupid decision or they mess up a play call. And I think they're putting him in positions where, they, where he has to throw deep more than he'd like to. And he's throwing interceptions. And I, I, I think it's going to ruin him. I think it's going to ruin him on top of this injury. It's going to ruin him. Let's table our conversation. Dylan, anything on the Pats game? Yeah, they didn't look great. Like you said, Trey, they didn't score a lot. That seems to be... They scored 26 points. They're not scoring a lot. They're not scoring enough to beat their opponents. Right. Um... They scored 26 points, Tucker, correct. But for whatever reason, it seems like uh, it was a, like, it seems like they have uh, not a great ability to complete drives. You know, in the past, I mean, it's only been three games. That's what it seems like to me. Um, And I would like for us to, you know, just get get some good juju going, you know, and it sounds like it's not going to happen because we got an injured quarterback. We got Brian Hoyer, Hoyer coming. Hoyer the destroyer. Is, Hoyer. It just, is it definitely Hoyer? Hoyer? Yes, it's Hoyer. Bailey's happy. Why? Stinks. Stinks about loud. I don't get why you wouldn't use Zappy there. Because he's a rookie. Why would you? So, I'm kind of low on the path right now. I'm not expecting much. I think they, I mean, they play some not so great teams, but I don't know if they're going to beat them. Uh, They'll be lucky to go four and four. To Trey's uh, take about you know making the playoffs, missing the playoffs. I mean, if Mac Jones is out half the season, this whole this this season's a dud. You can't really can't really say much. That's a good point about though. the. Uh, the trajectory of the team because you're not your quarterback didn't only played half the year, so and the first few weeks are kind of testing out the water weeks anyway, so teams team stinks. I'm not. What you're I'm to not say. The, the team's not great. They're scheming tough. They're making weird plays. They're, the the draw in third and nine the, or whatever. The, 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 the out to Kendrick Bourne on fourth down. That was a beauty. I was just about to say, there was a fourth down. Fourth down and four at like the 50-yard line, and they literally just <laughs> were like, I'm going to throw it and, get, and, and just let him get back. Like, what? what I, I was at the bar. I looked up to see this play. Like, oh, it's fourth down. Oh, they threw the ball sideways. He, he caught it. He got tackled before he caught it. Good play. They love to go deep on every other down, but fourth yeah, down, they can't get past the sticks. It, it was really weird. Um yeah, I mean they're not in a good spot. We we talked about this earlier. The, the, the coaching staff decisions were weird. Now the play calls are weird. Now you gotta now you're gonna have a weird quarterback playing for the next seven weeks. It's a dud of a season already. 
Tucker, if Bill's as good as he th- as as you say he is, should he he should uh, get out of this uh, break without Mac with his head above water? No, they should be in the playoff hunt still. I don't want them to be in the playoff hunt. Honestly, I, I think don't. Tucker's right here. I am. I'm this would be a good season for the past. Season. I'm telling you, you're in, in theory. In theory, you're a hundred percent correct. They, the higher draft pick they have, the better off they're going to be. However, they are going to mess. Has the talent yet to go there? I you're think right. Young and- you're right. However, they are going to screw the draft pick up. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, you right can now. just say that because <laughs> going why not? Because, because they, they have, have a history. No matter what, Strange. <laughs> Cole really Strange got Mac hurt. Cole Strange sucks. Cole Strange has no been terrible for two weeks straight now. He's been bad. What do you? He hasn't been bad. Look up the profile focus ratings on him. He's been bad. He's letting up the most pressures on the team. He's been bad. Um, Cameron, do you have anything to to add? Muted. Cam, you're muted. Do you have anything to add? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't have much to say. Patriots are bad. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on to your Giants cam. Unfortunately, first loss. Cooper Rush, is he legit? I'm seeing all this stuff that's saying he should be paid. He allowed one sack all season. Hurries and hits, Tucker. He's a and rookie. He's allowed 82. He's had 182 snaps, allowed one sack, and you're like, this guy fucking I'm, sucks. I'm not, I'm not, sacks, sacks don't happen all that often. Quarterbacks are smart enough to get rid of the ball. He's a rookie. Know, just, he's I a mean, rookie. He's allowed to be bad. I'm just saying, he's maybe he's not worth bad. the first round pick. He's maybe not worth the first round pick. Maybe get him in the second. Cam, Giants, Cooper Rush beat you guys. People are saying you should be paid. I don't think so. I think this is probably just a lucky streak from him. And, you know, he beat a beat up Bengals team. He beat the Giants, who, no offense, Cam, haven't been a juggernaut. Uh, don't really have a great quarterback back there. Um, what's your opinion on your team after your first loss? Uh, a couple things. So Cooper Rush, I think he's actually pretty good. Um, he's three and zero in his starts, and he's proven that he can handle the pressure. Clutch G, all three of his wins, um, have been game-winning fourth-quarter drives or overtime. He threw some dimes too. Now, granted, he had a lot of time to throw those dimes. He didn't get sacked once, which is really unfortunate. Um, so I, I think he'll get paid. Um, as for the Giants, I was optimistic about the game. It was really frustrating. Uh, just some drop passes. Daniel Jones actually played really well for the amount of pressure that he was under. One pick, but it was at the end, and the wide receiver slipped. Wide receiver slipping, Sterling Shepard dropping balls, the other guy dropped the ball, back-to-back plays. Um, Who's the guy that, like, broke his knee just, like, jogging down the side? Sterling Shepard. Oh, Shepard, yeah. Yeah, wait, that, well, yeah, that's bad. You guys, you guys are not in a great spot right now. Um, Galladay wants out, too. We're in a better spot than we were last year. Galladay wants um, out, doesn't he? Who? Galladay. Oh, good. Yeah, he wants, he, he wants out. He's complaining that he only got two snaps in the first two games, and then he comes in and plays a little game and drops a huge pass in the fourth quarter. So get him out. Um, no, I'm optimistic about the Giants. Bring back OBJ. They, 
Huh? They should bring back OBJ. I would love it. Um, Saquon looks really good. Offense line looks really bad. Um, I think the coaching is the is the biggest thing because we'd be on three with Joe Judge. We brought in new GM, new head coach, new OC, new DC, and we're playing for him right now. So um, I'm optimistic about the Giants. Frustrating loss, but uh, we're not good. No, by no means bad, real bad. Um, but the fact that we're two and one is is hopeful. And you guys are talking about rebuilding. The Giants are constantly on the rebuild. This is the first time that I've actually thought we may be building on something. So, um, Tucker, do you have anything on the Giants? Um, I watched most of this game, missed the end. Um, but I I like the future of the Giants. I'm still not sold on Daniel Jones, obviously, but. I like Dable. I like what they're doing with the team. Um, I think that they're a better team now and in a way better position than they were last year. So, I mean, it's a good spot to be in. Is there I a, mean, I'd be happy because you see that improvement, you know. Is there, um, Q, is there a QB controversy in, in Dallas? In Dallas, I don't think so. I mean, like, they've won games, but it hasn't been like the Cooper Rush show. I haven't seen anything from Cooper Rush. I've never seen a single pass from Cooper Rush where I was like, wow. I think Dak's clearly a better QB. I think Cooper Rush might get, like, a starting job and, like, the whatever team, like, one week before the season next year is like, fuck, we don't have a QB. Maybe he'll get a starting job because he won games. But he doesn't have any – I don't know. He doesn't have to play pizzazz or anything. Like, it's not like he's Gardner Minshew who was, like, yeah, he was average, but he was super fun to watch. I don't see that with Cooper Rush as much. He's just got a nice, good name. Potential trade target for New England. Bring in uh, Gardner. I don't offense. want him. <laughs> I'd rather start Zappy. Um, the Zappening, as Cam put it. Uh, Dylan, <laughs> anything on the Giants? Uh, I watched this whole game. I was sad about the Giants losing. I had the uh, investments. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Cowboys... I mean, Cooper looked Cooper looked like a better quarterback than than Jones did, in my opinion. Um, like Cam said, there were a lot of drops for the Giants in the fourth quarter, big drop. Um, there was a massive drop by someone on the on the Cowboys too, like a, a deep ball. I don't. I think it was in the first half. Was it your boy Lamb? Jimmy Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Your boy. Um, but I mean, he was, he was wide open. Um, Joe, like watching the game, I, there was multiple times where Jones was had a little bit of pressure, um, and was able to just kind of like flip it away. Uh, he was outside the pocket, so no harm. But then there was other times where he had a little bit of pressure and just kind of like like had no fear. It was just I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw it towards bodies. And hope something happens. And I think he's, I mean, that's kind of his mantra. Um, but I, the Giants had opportunity to get into this game. Um, and like at every turn, it, they either shot themselves in the foot or 
uh, something good happened for the for the Cowboys, whether it was like a, a third and out for the Giants, and then the next uh, the next um, whatever it's called, the next uh, drive for the Cowboys, they got like a, a long like third down conversion. It was just like they couldn't catch a break in the game either. So good for the Cowboys. Tough loss for the Giants. Um, I think they're I think they're getting a little bit better. Um, all right. Before we move on, um, some things I missed to uh, when Tucker got here um, because of the chaos of the show. First, Tucker, uh, the lock of the year, zero and three in the NFL. No. Uh, Oh, NFL. Yeah, NFL. We don't care about the college takes. NFL. You're 1-0 in college. You're 1-1 and in college. 1-0. You called UNC in week one and they didn't play. Oh, shit. I forgot to do locks of the years for this week. All right. We'll have one by the end of the show. UNC over is my lock of the year for college. We've made the executive decision as a show that we're only counting in record for NFL. We're an NFL show. Why? Because I'm losing? No, because we're an NFL show. When because ever, I'm losing. It, that's also it's also yes, good for content. Um, <laughs> um, and second thing, quickly, fraud of the week. If you don't have one, try to come up with one quickly. Um, I'm gonna do one. Oh, I had one. Wait, I had wait. I have to my notes. I'm gonna do one that I don't really have any basis on this week because I didn't pay attention to his game and I actually don't know how he played. But I'm just kind of going on the rumbles that I'm hearing. Uh, I'm going with Russell Wilson as my fraud of the week. Um, I said beginning. I agree. I said beginning of the year that I think he was going to take a step back. I think I'm 100 percent right there. He's been not great. Sure, the coach is a dumb dumb dodo head, but um, you know, with a player of his caliber, he should be able to somewhat overcome it. I believe, um, and he has. He's been bad. I don't have his stats in front of me. I, all I see is his corny ass social media posts talking about getting plugged into something in the locker room. And then he did a TikTok about a sandwich, which was pretty, pretty cringy. Um, all I see on Twitter is the memes, let Russ cook. And it's just bad food. Um, but he's been bad. Um, and I think he's done. His time as an elite quarterback is over in the league. He's a fraud. Uh, get him out of here. Fraud of the week, Russell Wilson. Anyone else got a fraud? I do. Uh, my fraud of the week is directly against yours, kind of. It's Handsome Case Keenum, a.k.a. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo just lost to Russell Wilson in a game where everyone was like, wow, Russell Wilson was terrible. And do you know why no one mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo? Because that's just Jimmy G. Like, no one was like, wow, Jimmy didn't play well this week. Everyone was like, yeah, that's Jimmy for you. Like, it's just that's the dude he is. He's not... He's not a guy. He's not him. He's just a backup. He'd be, I stand by it, Case Keenum would have would have his contract if Case Keenum was just better looking. That's what got him the money he made. It has nothing to do with his football ability. The guy just got put in a good system, and they're like, yeah, no, he's really he looks really good on this team. I guess we'll just pay him infinite money because, you know, People like seem to like him. He's a charismatic, good-looking white dude. That's why he's getting paid. It has nothing to do with his football ability. I think the only reason why people like him is because they have a crush on him. Uh, 
I just I, I genuinely hate that everyone is so in love with Jimmy Garoppolo when he is so average. I like He's that a fraud. I like that he wins like eighty percent of the time. He is the most. He, I mean, he should be looked at as like one of those guys with the most ridiculous contracts in NFL history. I mean, I, got I my dogs are about to go nuts. money without ever being a top ten quarterback. Probably not even top 15. I don't think he's ever been a top 15 quarterback in the league. And he got paid like he was a top three dude. Uh, Cam, do you have a fraud? I do. Um, this is, uh, it hurts to say because I had a lot of faith in him, but uh, it's Justin Fields. Now, they won. Fine. He's terrible. <laughs> he, he cannot. It's crazy because he had one of the top completion percentages in like college history, and now he's thirty nine percent or something crazy. Um, I, I I I like the guy, but he's not the answer for the Bears. Um, I don't really know what it is. He just granted they don't have wide receivers. That's fine. But he, he's just, he's not good. He's a mobile quarterback from OSU is his problem. I I just, I, I nailed my pre-draft analysis on him. I nailed it. Um, Dylan, do you have a fraud? You're muted. Sorry. Dylan's um, turning into Tucker I'm, with the mutes. I'm going with... Uh... This is this is a soft fraud, but I'm going with the Giants for the line. Um, made some moves this offseason, right, Cam? Thought it was going to be better. Mm, kind of, nothing crazy. Evan Neal. But uh, last week, 23 pressures, five sacks, 12 or something else, some other stat that didn't sound good. Uh, very bad last week. Uh, Supposed to be stronger, isn't stronger. A line frauds. Uh, all right. Um, let's skip the Dolphins game because we kind of covered it. Um, let's talk Brady Rogers, kind of the last go around. Um, the rumble right now is that the Bucks aren't very good. That they're kind of done. Brady looks miserable. Yada yada yada. Going home to an empty house. Um, so. I think that he is in the prime position in about six weeks. We're going to be looking back and be like, how could we be so stupid? They're elite. Um, loses to Rogers here. Obviously doesn't have any receivers. Not going to blame Tom. Uh, I've come all the way back around on Tom Brady, by the way. I'm not rooting for him because he's not on my team, but they're going to, they're going to win and they're going to be good. No matter what any, anything happens, no matter what anybody says, Rogers got lucky here. I uh, just ran into a team that was injury depleted. Dill, anything on the Bucks or the Green Bay Packers? Um, I think this is a good thing for the Bucks that they lose. Uh, they might meet this team again, and uh, they're going to beat them the second time or the first time this year. Can't can't beat the Bucks twice. Oh, you're saying they're going to meet in the playoffs, but <laughs> playoff potential matchup, and they're not going to beat yeah. them again. I agree. But, I mean, the, the Green Bay's not doing well either. I mean, they're not in a great spot either. No. But uh, they could 
They will probably, and Brady will destroy them. Brady will win that game by a million. Yeah. Um, Tucker? Um, I mean, I think Brady just kind of got put in a game where he had equal weapons with. Like, it's not like Brady was depleted and he had a great team going. I think they both had terrible teams, and it just so happened that, like, one team lost. One team won. I don't think either team played particularly well. No. Uh, I wasn't like, wow, Brady's way better than him, or wow. Um, I don't know. I just didn't see anything. I thought this game was kind of boring. It was a dud. It was a real, like, it was a letdown, because you kind of, like, think with these two guys, you know, it's, um, like, they do with whatever they have, but you have to remember these guys are older now. They're not the QBs you used to be, and I'm happy we're bringing it up, because it brings into get my lock of the year, which is Kansas City Chiefs minus one against the Buccaneers next week. Oh, I, I hate think it. the Chiefs are coming off a bad log. Both teams are coming off a bad log. But at the end of the day, it's Pat Mahomes, a guy that's going into his prime versus Tom Brady, a guy who I said before the season is about to fall off a cliff. I said he was going to fall off a cliff. I still believe it right now. Tom Brady is falling off that cliff. I think the Chiefs win this game by probably 10 to 20 points. <laughs> What's Where's the game being played? Tampa. Doesn't well, matter. That's bad, Tuck. Bad uh, sports town. Tampa's, got, Tampa's rolling through a hurricane right now. No, no, the game's going to be played in Minnesota at the Golden Gopher Stadium. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> that's, okay, so that's probably better for Mahomes, in my opinion, than Brady. Oh, yeah. Tucker, you might have me on this one. I might have to All those off. guys are used to their warm conditions in Tampa Bay. They're going to be cold up there in Minnesota. They haven't dealt with cold weather all year. It's going to be bad. Not that Kansas City is particularly cold, but. Well, um, congratulations to the Buccaneers on their big win this weekend. Uh, over the Chiefs. Um, all right. Um, any other games we desperately want to touch on? We're already an hour 15 in. Um, um, oh, I actually had another thought on um, Tom Brady. I wanted to say that I think the Bucks this year are going to be similar to the Steelers the last couple of years, where it's like they have the old quarterback, Big Ben, like, where he's like, oh, well, he's the, you know, he's a legend, and so they're just going to keep him around. I think Brady's fully over the hill, and he's holding back the Bucks because that defense is so good, like the best defense I've ever seen. And it's just Tom Brady just holding them back, and then they're going to make playoffs, and they're going to be like, Tom Brady did it again. Don't know how he did it with his defense holding people up six points a game. I I, I used to think like you, Tucker, and it's – you never thought like I've me. come a long way. I'll just say that. Um, all right, let's move on to lists, guys. We have an interesting one tonight from Cameron Abderholden. Um, movies with a plot twist. Um, don't know if you guys have it ready. It's a bit of a complicated uh, list. Um, I certainly don't have my number five off the top of my head, so I'm going to have to think for a second. Cam, do you have one ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh, my number five is going to be on the I'm going to go with Fight Club. Now, you may have it higher on your list. I would understand. 
Um, the reason I have it at five is because I was bored. So I knew the ending beforehand would suck, but I didn't. It was really good. Uh, does anybody have one ready to go? Um, I'll go with one. I'm just looking at movies right now, but and the one that popped out to me, Now You See Me. Movie with the magicians and they're like working for this guy and at the end it turns out they've been pulling a giant scam on the guy because he's a piece of shit that was been financing all their stuff. So yeah, Now You See Me, number five. Underrated movie. Uh, Dylan, do you have one? Um, yeah, uh, my number five is going to be, um, have you ever seen The Arrival? I, or maybe it's just Arrival? I've heard, yeah, I've heard about it. It's got, it got a nice plot twist in the end. Are we explaining the twists? I don't think so. Um, but yeah. Okay, number five, Arrival, if you know, you know. Uh, my number five is going to be Star Wars Episode Five. Now, obviously wasn't around when the the movie came out and the first plot twist hit but but everybody talks about that plot twist uh say this one because everybody should know it everybody does know it vader's luke's father um apparently this caught everybody by surprise back in the day couldn't be me i i knew it all the way um but i mean probably the most known plot twist in cinema history i'd say is uh vader being luke's dad so star wars episode five my number five Cameron? Number four, I'm going with Saw. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Saw, but I wrote a paper about it in college. And crazy plot twist. First Saw, that's one. That's number four. Tucker? Number four, I have The Departed. Um, just... I mean, I'll say it, like, everyone just died, like, people shot one after another. Definitely didn't see it coming. I don't know. It had somewhat more of an impact since it felt like everyone in the movie was kind of, like, a bunch of superstar actors in it, and just, like, holy shit. It was just, it was almost overwhelming at one point where, like, oh, and it was just, like, you thought each one was, like, the oh shit moment, and then there was another one right after it. Uh, Dylan? Um, number four, I'm going to go with seven. Uh, what's in the box? What's in the uh, box? Hunters. Uh, if you know that reference, you know. Um, you kind of, you kind of saw this one coming, but it's a good movie. Number four. Um, number four for me, I'm also going with the departed. Uh, like Tucker said, first time I watched it, I, I had known that Leo died, but I forgot when I was watching it. And when that elevator door opens and it's just bang right to the head, uh, I was pretty shocked. I'm not going to lie. Um, so, and then of course everyone else bites the, bites the bullet after that. Um, one of my all time favorites, probably top 10 movie for me all time that have added. Um, so going to be number four on my list here. Uh, not a not a crazy shocking twist, but got caught me by surprise. Pretty good though. Uh, Cam. Cam, you with us? Number three, I'm going with 
following suit with Tucker again. I have Parasite. Um, didn't understand, you know, first, you know, hour or so, hour plus of the movie, I'm like, why is this called Parasite? Like, yes, they're they're living off the family. Like, I get it. And then you see what's going on with the maid that lives there currently. And you're like, oh, I see what's going on. And then it all kind of spirals from there. And the ending, I did not expect at all, goes off the rails 100%. One of the surprise movies that I really enjoyed uh, over the past couple of years that have come out that I didn't expect to. After one best picture, I was like, I got to check it out. We watched it on the show, obviously. Got a pretty high score. Um, but, uh, yeah, that plot twist is nuts. Uh, one of the more member ones, memorable ones recently, I'll say. Uh, number three is Parasite for me. Cam? Number two, I'm going with The Usual Suspects. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, iconic. I watched it for the first time. had no idea what I was getting into. So, I highly recommend... Uh, who is it? Kevin Spacey. Oh, not a big fan. Not a, not a one you want to really throw around his name too much. I've seen the lineup scene to that movie about 20 times. I've never seen the movie itself. Uh, might be a good one for the list for movies next offseason. Um, Tucker? Um... My number two is Fight Club. Uh, All-time great movie. Uh, I had no idea when I watched this. Like, I really went into this movie blind, which made it so much more fun, even though I watched so much so far after it came out. Uh, but great plot twist. Definitely was not expecting it at all, which I loved. Uh, Dill? Um, I've actually never seen Fight Club. I've never seen it either. I know the twist, I've though. Watched, I know what it is. I, I, wa- seen it. I don't know the twist. I watched like the first like 25 minutes. I was like, this is stupid and boring, and then I stopped. <laughs> I'd highly um, recommend it. I know about the first rule of Fight Club. That's don't talk about Fight Club. Um, number two, 
uh, going with the Prestige. Cam got it right. Uh, great movie. I think Cam loves this movie. He brings it up all the time. Um, I gotta watch it, so don't tell me what the twist is. Uh, Keep these movies in mind next movie. next time we're next season, gentlemen. I like the I like the magician movies. I also like what's his face. Uh, Bale. Bale, who I who's I love Christian Psycho. Bale, so that's why I'm upset I didn't watch it. Uh, my number two is going to be Inglorious Bastards. Uh, if you know history, this one you don't expect it coming There's in. It's a bit of a twist. Yeah, I mean the, <laughs> the ending is insane the way it all goes down great ending to the movie um the first time i watched it, i was like oh what is this like they're ruining history but then i was like wait that's kind of like the point like this never happened anyways um but insane ending gorlami they uh sneak into they sneak into the movie theater and just when you think their mission's about to fail some crazy things happen so um definitely an all-time twist for me did not see it coming did not expect it um Glorious Bastards, number two for me. Uh, Cam? Yeah, I tried watching that movie, and I couldn't make it through. Like no it's, way! That's, that's such a good movie. That's, that is a that's wild. That's one of the it's, worst takes ever given on the show. It's, so, I mean, it's uh, funny. It's one of my favorite movies. Like, it's it's entertaining from start to finish. It's not even like it's a slow film. All right, I'll There's no part of that movie I wouldn't watch. Um, my number one, I believe, you guys don't have this, Star Wars. Star Strikes Back. I mean, that was number five on my list. Yeah, I oh, just, I it or just didn't, four. like, I knew about it. Like, I've been saying, I was saying, Luke, I am your father, long before, like, I even had watched the movie. So it wasn't a twist to me. I'm like, on the same I, side I, I knew, up. like, it was something I knew from the get-go. I put it know? on my list out of respect, but it was not something that got me because i knew yeah but it's like i think every it's uh, it's iconic 100 percent, but i just wasn't around like when it was a plot twist what like everyone knew that like when i watched the movie at loop i saw the prequels i think before i saw that one so go ahead cam that's all you got on you any reason for putting it number one yeah it's just like i had to give it number one Right. Also, honorable mention, Lindsay introduced me to this movie, Brother Bear. I saw it. I don't remember one second of it. I saw it when I was like seven. Crazy podcast. <laughs> um, Tucker? Um, my number one is Shutter Island. I think Shutter Island's plot twist was awesome. Like down to the plot, everything about that movie just was incredible. I this was one of those movies that we watch on this show, and I was so happy that we did because I would have never watched it otherwise. I'm, I'm, like, I was gonna say I wanted to watch it, but I know I wouldn't. Have I was it. gonna say is your was your first time watching it when we when we put it up? Yeah, no, it was my first time watching it, and it was like such a cool experience. Um, Dylan. Yeah, number one for me is Shutter Island, and I'm very uh, confused as to why I wasn't on Cam's list. Uh, yeah, I, I was also in the same camp as, as Tucker. Uh, hadn't seen it before until the show. Great movie. I think I watched it again with Linnea not too long after. Um, yeah, great movie. Um, Didn't see it coming. I had no idea. Yeah. 
number one is Shutter Island for me. Uh, I did not expect you guys to have this as your number one, first of all. Uh, let me just say, shocked that Sixth Sense isn't on anybody's list. That's another all-time movie twist. Never seen it. Um, never seen it either. I just know it's an all-time movie Lost twist. it. Knew immediately. <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody knows I see dead people. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, oh, my God. Oh, well, good for you. Um, but, yeah, no, Shutter Island. Yeah, I just ruined it for the rest of the <laughs> Another Another time. I mean, I didn't say it. All I said is I see dead people. Um, another... This movie, I also watched it like in 2019, I think was the first time I watched it. So I was like old enough to appreciate it. Did not see it coming. Um, did not expect it. Was very confused for the whole movie when he's having these flashbacks and all this weird stuff's going on to him. And uh, for it to all pay off in the end was, was pretty great. Um, but yeah, this is certainly number one for me. Uh, glad it's number one for you guys too. All time movie, Shutter Island. I think I've watched it like three more times since 2019, since the first time I watched it, just to just to experience it again. And it's it's cool to watch through it a See, second plot, time. I guess plot twists are cool to watch a second time through. No, it is. I've never done it. No, I've watched it through an, another you, time. Have you seen movie. Memento? Uh, no. Honorable mention. Um, I yeah no I watching uh, watching it through another time is definitely worth it because you can kind of pick up on more of the stuff that's going on. Cam, you wanted to make an addendum to your list? What? You said you wanted to, did you want to switch Shutter Island on your list? You wanted to get it on? Yeah, I forgot three. So that bumps I'll out make a, what? I'll make a quick honorable Night Club mention. bumped out? All right, Cam is unresponsive. Go ahead, Dill. Um, Ocean, Ocean's 11 and 13. Great twist to those. I don't remember the twists at all. I don't remember. What was the plot twist? There's no twist. <laughs> uh, they they robbed the casino? <laughs> I mean, the, the first The manner was, in which they do it. The first one was that they didn't know, you don't know it, that it's the wrong safe. That's a fake safe. You don't know that till the very end. And then the third, the last one, uh, I guess there's no. So just a left. <laughs> Just okay. is just a good Dylan, Dylan just one. loves the ocean movies. He just needs to get them in when he can. Um, Eleven is a plot twist. You don't, <laughs> you don't know that it's the wrong uh, safe. They don't tell you. Um, actually, in, actually, in thirteen, they don't actually know that's eleven still blowing <laughs> it. Um, all right, I think that's it for our show. We we kept it pretty tight after a forty-five minute waste take section. Only at an hour 30, not too bad. Um, I will get that poll out tomorrow. We'll have a point that will be dedicated. We'll talk about it next week. Um, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you.